Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Tuesday, July 11th. The Divine Toolbox of Prayer. Today's scripture reading is found in Psalm 149 from the Message Translation, which reads, Hallelujah! Sing to God a brand new song. Praise Him in the company of all who love Him. Let all Israel celebrate their sovereign Creator. Zion's children exult in their King. Let them praise His name in dance. Strike up the band and make great music. And why? Because God delights in His people, adorns plain folk with salvation garlands. Let true lovers break out in praise, sing out from wherever they're sitting, shout the high praises of God, brandish their swords in a wild sword dance, a portent of vengeance on the God-defying nations, a signal that punishment's coming, their kings chained and hauled off to jail, their leaders behind bars for good, the judgment on them carried out to the letter, and all who love God in the seat of honor. Alleluia. This is God's word. To anchor in the Psalms is to anchor into a practice, as summarized by Tim Mackey in that Bible Project overview video, where he says, the book of Psalms was written as a new Torah that will teach God's people the lifelong practice of prayer as they strive to obey God's commands given in the first Torah. The prayer book of God's people as they strive to be faithful to the Torah and to wait for the Messianic Kingdom. In his brief book on the Psalms that he entitled Answering God, the Psalms as Tools for Prayer, Eugene Peterson agrees. He writes, At the center of the whole enterprise of being human, prayers are the primary technology. Prayers are the tools that God uses to work His will in our bodies and souls. Prayers are tools that we use to collaborate in His work with us. For the tool-making, tool-using creatures who venture into the ocean depths of being and journey into the wilderness frontiers of becoming, making, and being made into eternal habitations, the Psalms are the requisite toolbox. The Psalms are the best tools available for working the faith. 150 carefully crafted prayers that deal with a great variety of operations that God carries on in us and attend to all the parts of our lives that are, at various times and in different ways, rebelling and trusting, hurting and praising. People of faith take possession of the Psalms with the same attitude and for the same reason that gardeners gather up rake and hoe on their way to the vegetable patch, and the students carry paper and pencil as they enter a lecture hall. Okay, we used to carry paper and pencil. Just run with it, people. It is a simple matter of practicality, acquiring the tools for carrying out the human work at hand. We cannot bypass the Psalms. They are God's gift to train us in prayer that is comprehensive, not patched together from emotional fragments scattered around that we chance upon, and honest, not a series of more or less sincere verbal poses that we think might please our Lord. Psalms are necessary 
because they are the prayer masters. If we are willfully ignorant of the Psalms, we are not thereby excluded from praying, but we will have to hack our way through formidable country by trial and error and with inferior tools. If we dismiss the Psalms, preferring a more up-to-date and less demanding school of prayer, we will not be without grace, but we will miss the center where Christ worked in his praying. Christ prayed the Psalms. The Christian community was early convinced that he continues praying them through us as we pray them. We recite this prayer of the Psalm in him, and he recites it in us, as written by Augustine. So once again, if Jesus himself anchored here, that anchoring evident, for instance, in those final excruciating hours as he hung on the cross, where the Psalms are evident in the flow of his words and heart, well then so ought we. If that first thriving community of Jesus' followers anchored here, as they did by reflex when under growing threat of persecution, and when they did, the earth shook beneath them, well then so ought we. But too often we dismiss the Psalms, passing over them in favor of our own patched-together emotional fragments that quickly become as worn and trite as a religious hallmark card, or religious poses that only lack the heavy tanning spray of bodybuilding competitions, none of which will sustain us or provide sustenance for others when we find ourselves suspended between heaven and earth in our own Golgotha moments. Prayer is the technology of our spiritual development. Psalms are the divinely provided toolbox for prayer. Get to know your tools, people. So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, how well do you know and with what regularity do you use this toolbox of the Psalms, rather than relying on the limited supply of your own emotional prayer fragments? How could you make effective use of a Psalm, like the one with which we started these reflections today? Lord, let me not be a stranger to this toolbox that you have so carefully crafted and assembled for us to prayerfully employ in this profound and challenging work of being human. Teach me the rhythm of the Psalms. Help me to hear their cadence, to move to their beat, whether of praise or lament, whether of confidence or contrition or confusion. Take words and bring them with you, says the prophet of old. Show me how best to access and deploy these words as I approach you, as I face life, as I encounter a humanity so much like sheep without a shepherd. School me in the Psalms, Lord, through your mercies. Amen.